Welcome back to the Ice Coffee Hour. My name is Pro The Doge, aka the Dogecoin Millionaire, and I think that you guys have made a, a million dollars. Wow! <laughs> we get the wild guesses. Holy cow! Jeez, you know th this should be like the prices, right? Where if you go over, you lose. You I went agree. over, man. I went over. Uh, oh. One hundred and sixty-five thousand dollars is how much we've made so far wow yeah. solid that's still impressive thank Very you impressive actually. thank you for those that aren't aware mm -hmm. of you and your story we had you on gosh almost a year ago almost a year yeah. ago it was about nine months ago yeah you went all in dogecoin and mm -hmm. you made this big outsized bet that dogecoin was going to blow up and go yep. up in price and was going to hit a dollar and in the span of only a few months, yeah. you turned your life savings, you cashed out of everything, yep. you, you, you put yeah, money on credit cards, you put everything into Dogecoin. Yep. You turned that investment of a few hundred thousand dollars into mm. as high as almost $3 million yeah. in three months. Yeah. You were everywhere. CNBC, MarketWatch, CNN, everybody. The New York Times. The New York Times. <laughs> I was on the cover. Gosh. <laughs> Everywhere, because yeah. you had this story about mm -hmm. going from, you know, your life savings, yeah. which was still substantial at the yeah. time, yeah. but going all in and uh, and being right and, yeah. and making a lot of money. Mm -hmm. And uh, we, we talked with you back then. We tried to convince you to sell. Yeah. yeah. Didn't want to sell. Yeah. Uh, then we covered the update a few months later after mm -hmm. the after Saturday Night Live yeah. premiered and uh, Dogecoin faltered a bit on yeah. Elon Musk's remark. Yeah. And, but uh, still hold, held up a lot stronger than you thought it was going it to. I agree. Mm -hmm. But here, here's the thing. We've missed you on your channel. And yeah. <laughs> I, I, I want you to post on your channel, and it's yeah. been over a month now, yeah. and people have not heard from you. You've yeah. just disappeared. So yeah. there's some speculation on what's going on. Okay. But I wanted to, first of all, welcome you to Vegas. Thank you. And get the inside scoop. Thank What's you. been going on over these last few months? What are your thoughts of Dogecoin? <sighs> what are your thoughts on cryptocurrency? What are Man. you doing? Just the crypto space in general Yeah, took a huge fall, right? Like, we're seeing it happen right now where Bitcoin's low, Ethereum is low. Like, just crypto's low, you know? So Dogecoin, right along with them, is low as well. Uh as far as as far as the future of Dogecoin, I still I'm super bullish on Dogecoin. I still feel like it's gonna do very well in the long term, which is how I'm holding long term. And there are a few things still on the horizon for it that I feel like are really gonna help it continue to rise, you know, in the future. So I got like we got the Robinhood wallets situation that I remember talking to you about. I was like, look, Robinhood holds a third of all the Dogecoin in existence in its own wallets, right? You can't buy anything with anything you buy. You can't buy anything with the Dogecoin you have in Robinhood. So when they release wallets and when you're able to take your money out, then you can actually use it. It'll be in circulation, be able to use it. And that would help, you know, rise the price of Dogecoin as well. That's one of the things. Another one is. I mean, there's a mission to the moon <laughs> and Elon Musk, like a literal mission to the moon. And Elon Musk has SpaceX completely funded by dogecoin and the name of the rocket is doge one and it's going to the moon and they're putting a dogecoin no. in the rocket no in fairness i'm a huge fan of elon musk he does mm. say a lot of stuff though he does and there, there's some stuff that he says and then he keeps pushing it off the tesla roadster is a perfect example and i was a little Fair bit enough. upset when he said we're not getting a cyber truck this year and we're not getting mm. a roadster this year and instead of just acknowledging hey you know we just have other you know priorities mm. right now 
It's like, hey, let's look at this robot over here. We're coming out with this new yeah, robot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And in my opinion, it's almost like, hey, let's, let's hide this. But uh, here's a robot. Yeah, it's yeah, like yeah, if you're yeah, trying yeah. to hide a toy from a dog, you're like, yeah. here's this toy over here. And like, oh, oh, that toy. True. I feel like he's kind of doing that with, with everybody. True. So, I mean, I, I get that. the Doge get that. one, I'm not sure if that, what if that doesn't happen? I mean, there's also there's always a possibility that things don't go according to plan and some things happen. And, you know, that that's more of a marketing thing, more of like an awareness thing, like Dogecoin will be on the headlines again and all that. Um, as far as the, the Robinhood wallet situation, that's more of like an actual real world use case for Dogecoin. So that's more what I Don't I'm you think for. that would lower the price, though? Because right now people are holding on to it. So they're taking... Mm-hmm. Dogecoin out of circulation, yes, driving up demand because they're holding on to it. Yeah. But if you're able to use Dogecoin as a currency, yeah, all of a sudden I'm paying Jack uh, for you know what he earns in Dogecoin. Mm-hmm. Jack's not going to then pay his groceries in Dogecoin. He's going to sell the Dogecoin and mm-hmm. then get cash for it. So even though I'm able to transact, mm-hmm. the the other person isn't going to hold Dogecoin. They got to pay their taxes. They they got expenses. Okay. They got bills to pay wouldn't they just cash that out to to USD? I mean, it depends, right? If I feel like if you find value in Dogecoin and you want to hold Dogecoin, I feel like those people are always going to have Dogecoin, mm-hmm. right? If you want to buy, sell, trade, what have you. Obviously, Robinhood open up, opening up wallets is going to add to that and help that out. But when people want to go buy things like groceries or things of that nature, I feel like mass adoption is still going to happen over time and one day we'll be able to do that, you know, but... Let's say you have a card, right? Let's say you have a Visa card and you can put Dogecoin in the card and anywhere that Visa is accepted, you can actually use it to be able to buy whatever you want. Do you think that adds value to Dogecoin? No, because you're buying Dogecoin to put on the card to spend money in Dogecoin. So it's like you're, you're making it complicated. It's like if you're taking USD mm-hmm. and the end goal is to buy a product, you wouldn't buy Dogecoin to then spend the Dogecoin on the card. You just spend money on the card and, and spend it with cash. Well, right? the, well, the thing is this. Some people are scared of buying Dogecoin, right? Yeah. But if you were to use a card to be able to use it in cash and get Dogecoin rewards back, you're holding Dogecoin in a sense, right? I do think that the net change of something like that would probably mm-hmm. just be more people holding Dogecoin. Like, sure, yeah, if you get paid in Dogecoin, you'll probably sell to convert to USD. But at the same time, there will be people that don't sell inevitably. It's not like every yeah. single person immediately as they get the Dogecoin is going to sell. Some will hold for a little bit. Some will hold for a while. Yeah. And yeah, but surely, yeah, some will convert to USD. I don't know. I, I still yeah. feel like Dogecoin is a good form of currency. I feel like it can still be used in a day-to-day basis over time. Yeah. And and I feel like eventually that will rise, even if it's slowly, slowly, you know? And just checking, you're still holding all of your Dogecoin? I am. So everything in Robinhood that I bought, I still have. I've obviously bought dips and what have you over, yeah, over you know, sure. over the months and stuff like that. And I've traded those out and I've bought other. I actually hold a lot of different coins as well now. It's not just Dogecoin. You know what would have been, well, I was about to say you, you could have structured it in such a way where you tried to tax loss harvest. But I realized that a lot, well, you would have been able to have done that a little bit. Yeah. Did you do any of that or no? No. Okay. <laughs> so how much Dogecoin is it that you currently have? About four million okay, four right million. now. And um and I, I want I want to, you know, get that up. I want to continue to buy Dogecoin as I go, especially now when it's really low and I wanna get, you know, at least 
five million Dogecoin at one point and just kind of hold on to that. That was actually my very first goal when I first bought into Dogecoin. I was like, I want at least five million because I feel like it's easier to do the math there. If it goes to a dollar, it goes to two dollars or what have you. Mm-hmm. But um, but I have a lot. I'm very excited about different projects as well. You know, Dogecoin was like kind of my entryway into the crypto space, into the crypto world. Yeah. And now I'm just like, wow. There's this project. Wow, there's this project. Like, you know, and I'm kind of dabbling in different projects and seeing other things. Do you worry, though, that if Dogecoin doesn't go up Mm -hmm. or something doesn't happen to Dogecoin that, like, even now, is there any bit of you that would still want to sell some of it and just diversify? I feel like... You mean sell my original amount? See, it's it's weird. I, I feel like that's kind of locked in for me in a way. I feel like, all right, I bought that much Dogecoin. You know what? That's what I'm holding. That kind of because it's, it's weird, man. Like I, I feel like that kind of is what got me to where I am today. And and you know I, I feel like I I kind of owe it to the Dogecoin community too to continue to hold and continue to diamond hand and continue to believe in Dogecoin. And so I feel like my original amount that I bought into is going to remain that, and I'm going to stay locked into that. Mm. And whatever I make, you know, from now on or since I did that, I'll be able to buy other buy into other projects, look at other coins. You know, I was looking into Cardano. I was looking at other utility coins as well to see what you know sparks my interest and kind of do a little you know more digging into those. Yeah. Why haven't you posted over the last month? <sighs> There's been a lot of things, man. There's yeah. been a lot of things. So I don't know if you guys know this, but I had kidney stones for oh, a while. Yeah. I heard that's extremely painful. It's painful, man. Yeah. Like, it, it's, it's like hunched over, like oh my pain. Gosh. And, and when I first didn't know what it was, I thought I was dying. I was like, what's going on in my body? Like, how, like, did, you, how do you first know about that? Or how did that, uh, what were the symptoms? It, it, was, it was a pain. It was just a, a like like... If okay, I went to sleep and it felt like a constant like stabbing sensation on the side of your like ribs or something like and I was just I woke up in the middle of the night and I was like, "Oh my god, like what's like what is going on?" and just went to the hospital emergency room and they you know, they ran the whole the test and everything, did a cat scan and stuff. They're like, "Yo, you got a kidney stone, man, and it's a big one." And I'm like, "Damn, like what do I do?" like so, you know, they said, just drink a bunch of water, you know, just it'll go away over time. That hurt for a while. I was, you know, a few weeks after that, I got COVID <laughs> like back to back. Right. Oh so I got COVID when I went home for the holidays. Yeah. Um, my last I think my last video was uh, right before I got COVID. Wow. I put out a video. It was either around Christmas time and then, bam, I got hit with COVID and I was out for like two weeks and I was still back home in Maryland. And then I came back here and. It's funny because this happened to me and I was doing research on it. So apparently a lot of people that have COVID or get COVID right at the tail end, they'll get hives because their immune system's shot. shot. You know what I mean? Mm. So I, I got COVID and then I got hives right after Where'd that. Where'd you like, get the hives? It was just my full body. It was really? full body just, it just itching. I was getting like these red circles. It was just like, what is going on with me? Yeah. And it was like that for a whole week to the point where if, if you guys have never gotten this, when you go to sleep, you can't sleep because you're itching. Your whole body's mm-hmm. just itching uh-huh. all the time. So you can't even go to sleep. And then, like, I had, like I said, I had that for a week. And then I finally finished doing that. And then, you know, we were shooting with the documentary. Right after that, I had to get a negative COVID test. So I went and got that. And then we were shooting for about a week or two, like, every single day for uh-huh. hours because we had to wrap up the shooting and everything. Yeah. So all of, like... These things have just been happening back to back to back to back to back yeah. up until a week ago. So, so yeah. many, so many topics to talk about. One last thing, one last thing, one last thing. Another one. I'm moving to Vegas. 
But first, we want to thank our sponsor, Grammarly. You know what, Jack? My New Year's resolution is to write a book. Alex, it's February. You should have decided that over a month ago. Quiet down, Jack. Besides, 2022 still feels new to me because of how busy I've been. And you know what? You're not getting a signed copy anymore. Well, Alex, if you're looking to save some time, you should try Grammarly Premium. Grammarly is a writing tool that helps me get the words right even when I'm short on time. Alex, how's business lately? Jack, business is booming. And because of that, I've had a lot of emails to get back to lately. But since we installed Grammarly on our computers, we've been able to get so much of that time back. Grammarly has been like having a professional writer on your shoulder, whispering all the right words with real-time feedback. Grammarly Premium offers clarity suggestions and even full sentence rewrites to help you clearly convey your message and avoid miscommunication. Applying for a job and want to sound confident? Well, even if you're as insecure as I am, you can use Grammarly's tone detector to ensure that your words come across as confidently and concisely as you need. So get through those emails and your work quicker by keeping it confident, concise, and effective with Grammarly Premium. So go to Grammarly.com slash iced coffee today to sign up for a free account. And when you're ready to upgrade to Grammarly Premium, you can get 20% off just because you're a listener. That's Grammarly, G-R-A-M-M-A-R-L-Y.com slash iced coffee for 20% off Grammarly Premium. Thank you so much, Grammarly. And back, back to, to the, the podcast. podcast. Yes, sir. So I've been looking at places. We got a lot. We got a lot to break down here. So for the kidney stones, I remember seeing a picture, I think somebody posted this on Reddit, mm -hmm. breaking down a kidney stone under a microscope. And it is the scariest thing to look at because it looks like this spiked ball. Yeah. Like, you know the like, it a, looks a like ball and glass. Chain. Yeah. yeah, like imagine like a shard of glass, but with edges that come out like like this. Yeah. And like that's gotta pass through you on the inside, just kinda like tearing it, stuff up along the way. Did lines. it get dissolved or did it like So it's supposed to so basically um, a company actually, I, I posted on Twitter that I had kidney stones. I was like, "Sorry guys, I got kidney stones." And then, and then a company reached out to me and was like, "Hey, these pills help. It's, it's like a, a herbal way. Mm. It's called chunk up pedra or something like that. But it basically helps to break down that kidney stone. And then it's supposed to just be like sand. And then you're supposed to just pee it out. How, how do you get kidney stones? Was that a, a hereditary? hereditary yeah. Okay. Yeah. So here's the crazy part. Yeah. I wasn't even surprised when they said I got kidney stones because the very first time I had kidney stones, I was 22, 23. Wow. So it wasn't like an age, it wasn't like a, a, a maybe food or whatever later. Yeah. I'm sure things, you know, play a role, but it's definitely hereditary. And I remember growing up and after I got my first kidney stone, I was like, I'm so young. Why am I getting kidney stones? Right. And I remember growing up, my dad having them all the time. So I was like, oh, well, that makes sense. So okay. it's definitely hereditary, but I'm sure food and, and what you eat and drink also, yeah. you know, play a role. Oh, gosh. Tell us about the documentary. Documentary, I'm super excited about that? this. Tell us about it. So the documentary team reached out to me last year around the time the New York Times thing happened, right? And I actually had three different documentary teams reach out to me to want to do something, right? Super exciting. One of them was from the UK. Uh, the other two were here. And I started just kind of shooting with everybody. I'm like, hey, guys, yeah, sure, let's do it. And I'm shooting with them, shooting with them. And then it got to a point where it was like, all right, I'm going to have to make a decision here. Because there were there were like a lot of I guess how do you say like a, a conflict of interest because one documentary team is like well we want exclusive 
to to your story and then if you if you're doing stuff with the other two documentaries it's going to like dilute what we're trying to do here and if we if we go to netflix or we go to hbo max or you know any one of these places they're going to want to know if this is an exclusive story if there's going to be other documentaries coming out about it as well right so i had to come to a point like maybe a month or two into it where i was like all right like like the documentaries team were reaching out to me like hey you're gonna like which one you're gonna go with and i ultimately decided to go with the one i'm with now optimist um and shout out to to chris chris temple he's uh, the director and we've been shooting every single month since then and they've just been following me along they were the ones that came to your house yeah that was them I um i just felt like he had the, the same vision that i had for the story like shedding a, a positive light on crypto and on dogecoin and he had my my best interest at heart so i went along and you know went with him and they've been following me along this journey you know what i mean every snl they were there they were filming behind the scenes on the SNL, you know, at your house when I went to uh, meet with me, Kevin, and we walked around and did, you know, our video. They were there for that as well. And yeah. just every major event that's happened in the past year. Interesting. So what they want to do is film this entire thing and then pitch it to different networks to see who will buy it. Well, is they've already been in that process. I see. So in the very beginning, it's independently funded because they want to have full creative control of what they're doing. Right. So yeah. if, if Netflix has a Netflix original and they're paying for it they're going to want it to go a certain mm -hmm. way they have their people their producers right so this was independently funded from the beginning so they have full creative control and since then they've been pitching the networks and so i'm actually i don't think i'm allowed to say <laughs> where they're going to go but they already have a place that they're going to have it going to what so. if we bleep it out can we bleep it out um well I'll, okay i'll say this i'll say the two major ones that they're going for is netflix and hbo max Okay. And so they're in talks with them. I don't think they've actually officially um, closed a deal with either one of them, but those are like the main ones. Can you say like, how are you making money based off these? Off of what? The documentary? Right. Yeah. Well, you're not allowed to make money. Well, it's a, uh, I forgot what it's called, but there's a, there's a, there's a, a phrase or something along those lines where if you, if you're doing a documentary, it's, it's, it's a, uh, it's it's frowned upon well you're not supposed to pay the the main character of a documentary because then it's like wait is he acting is this you know what i mean like if you're doing a documentary you're not supposed to pay the actual people in the documentary did you have a lawyer review the contract <laughs> no i haven't i mean i haven't i haven't like it's signed too too i haven't signed the, the 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 final official document how do you but that's impossible. That's impossible that they would have invested that much of time and resources without you having signed a document that gives away your rights. Well, I signed some. <laughs> so, yeah, but, the, but there's nothing lingering. There's the by, by the time they start filming and investing in you, it's signed. There's no well, like yeah, so, I, so, I, backing out, okay. you know, at the very end and be like, no, I don't want to do this anymore. So what's the purpose of doing this documentary if you're not making money? Well, from the it? purpose is exposure, right? It's brand awareness, right? Got so it. like for me to be on Netflix on, or, or on HBO Max, there's awareness brought to my brand and who I am as a person. And then obviously my YouTube benefits from that. My social media accounts benefit from that. Yeah, so. I'll, yeah I'll tell you, I worry that uh, when you had three, you know, two or three different companies all at the same time, like kind of circling you. Mm -hmm. That was your point to sell the rights. You don't have to get paid necessarily mm. for the documentary itself, but you're selling the rights to your story. Mm. And one of these companies could do that exclusively. I think that's yeah. worth something. No, for so sure. I mean, it definitely is. Well, yeah. there's a difference, too, between me selling my story 
like my life story yeah. you know what i mean versus me selling uh what happened to me in dogecoin you know what i mean like that's it's, it's a too, pretty big story it is a, I, yeah, it is a big story yeah, a, and and, it, and i guess it plays a role in my life story right yeah. but it's not like i haven't sold my exclusive rights to my life story you know what i mean so okay but yeah hmm. it's it's uh, interesting fun yeah are, are you excited yeah. to not be followed around like different places like how many hours per day do you think they're with you shooting and everything oh this it's not like every single day it's oh, not it's like not. a reality tv show no oh, okay. it's it's like major events right oh, so when we went it. to your house yeah they shot that when we went to meet kevin they shot that snl they shot that right so the pokemon thing we went to yeah remember they were there for that yeah. so they've just kind of been following me on all the major you know events within the last year but my story is kind of intertwined within yeah. the documentary right so ultimately it's it's more so about the meme economy and how it went from gamestop amc to like crypto dogecoin you know what i'm worried about and and i think and i think it was about six to eight months ago i was uh no it's earlier in the year and i really believed that um that there was something to be said about the value of a meme. But I am worried that just like any sort of cycle, that even though there is value, it's only valuable as long as it is a, a, a meme. Mm -hmm. And as soon as that interest fades away, can it come back? Dogecoin has come back a few times, mm -hmm. but I worry that, that maybe the meme wave mm -hmm. has somewhat dissipated, that it was big last year. And Do you that, think memes are gonna be gone? <sighs> The meme investing economy, I think, could could potentially see a bit of a downtrend. I don't know mm. because it seemed like so many people were really into it last year, and like that was the trendy thing. And I'm I'm worried that, you know, even though there is a value to all of that attention, mm -hmm. how long could you sustain that for? And maybe that could be sustained for a few months, weeks, mm -hmm. even years. Yeah. But at what point do you really look back at that? You know, ten years from now, and think. Yeah, yeah, yeah were they able to transition away from from a meme and into something yeah. more permanent it's definitely going to be a challenge you know what i mean like i, I don't i don't think it's going to be easy peasy like all of a sudden dogecoin is going to be used everywhere currency everywhere and all of a sudden it's a stable whatever you know what i mean i feel like it, it's it's kind of a work in progress i just really believe like you said value in memes right i truly believe there is value in memes there's 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 value in going viral there's there's value in 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 being everywhere right like communicating with memes right so i don't know how often you guys send memes to each other but i send memes to my friends all the time you know what i mean and it's one of those things that's kind of how we communicate and and with dogecoin i remember you also saying you know the the meme the doge mm -hmm. meme like what if that fades out yeah. to me it was more so a representation of memes in general and i feel like memes are always going to be around i don't think like as far as meme investing or or specifically like gamestop you know related kind of things that could have a downtrend i i completely agree with you um but also a lot of people were thinking dogecoin was going to go right back to where it was you know and and it's like several times over more you know the price is a lot higher than that yeah. So I feel like it's over time, the next two years, the next five years, there's always going to be a place, I feel like, for Dogecoin because it was the first original meme coin. But first, we want to thank our sponsor, Ladder. So I just got my first Tinder match in months. And even though she hasn't responded yet, seeing my potential future wife makes me realize just how important and fragile life is and exactly why it should be protected. A healthy 35-year-old man can get his family a million dollars in coverage for only $35 a month, a price well paid for such a financial cushion. And if you agree, choose Ladder. You could waste 
hours of your time applying for life insurance in person and then spend weeks waiting to see if you're approved. Or you could use use Ladder. ladder. (laughs) With Ladder, you can get fast and affordable life insurance all from the comfort of your own home. All you have to do is sign up from your phone or laptop and it only takes a few minutes. All you need is a phone or a laptop to apply and Ladder's smart algorithms will let you know instantly if you're approved. There are no hidden fees and you can cancel anytime you want. And if you change your mind in the first 30 days, they will give you a full refund. Life insurance only gets more expensive as you age, so there's not a better time to sign up than now. So go to ladderlife.com slash iced coffee today to get your free quote. That's L-A-D-D-E-R life.com slash iced coffee. Ladderlife.com slash iced coffee thank you so much ladder and back, back to, to the, the podcast. podcast what about floki i love floki i absolutely love floki and even though things are down like i said the whole crypto yeah. market is down right now i absolutely am bullish on floki and i feel like they have so many things on the horizon that the potential is so incredible like the video game is probably the biggest one in in my opinion right so i don't know how, how well no you did a video on floki i did a video on floki but i haven't followed them since that video which was probably four months ago five months ago okay so valhalla was the biggest thing right right and and it's a play to earn nft metaverse video game and it's basically a game that's going to come out on the blockchain you'll be able to actually play in the video game and make real money in it and be able to cash out at the end of the day. So essentially, you can have a job <laughs> playing a video game, and that's already been proven, the proof of concept with uh, Axie Infinity. Yeah. It's interesting, though, you mentioned that, because so many... Um, what, what was disappointing about Floki was that Valhalla didn't come out... It, it didn't come out at the time where they were at their peak. Right. And so the interest had faded. And since then, so many other... Um, Cryptocurrencies and NFTs have been using the same thing, this play-to-earn business model where you mm-hmm. can play and you could create these NFTs yeah. and beef them up. It just seems like that's going to become saturated. Metaverse is going to be saturated for sure. And a lot of these games are going to be you know, in, in, in that realm of Metaverse-esque, uh, play-to-earn-esque type of, type of thing. You know what I mean? So with Floki, I feel like Floki's probably the strongest one in that field when it comes to okay creating a video game play to earn metaverse where you have nfts that you know floki has their own nfts that they sell as well and it'll be able to utilize them within the video game so there are a lot of other coins coming out with similar metaverse kind of things and you're right it's going to get saturated but i feel like the strongest ones are going to survive at the end of the day i was told over the weekend there's this game called i think it's like cool cats you heard of it? No. Cool cats. Cool cats. NFTs. Uh, Chris from Dumb Money okay. invested over. A, or I, I guess he didn't. He invested a hundred grand, but he says now they're worth about one point two million dollars. These these cool cats. I cannot make this up. Okay. NFTs. Yes, NFTs. Cool cats. Uh, in the game or something, you own these NFTs and they produce what's called milk. I kid you not. These cool cats produce milk. The milk is redeemable for Ethereum that you could cash out of. So like. The longer you hold on to these cool cats, the more milk they make that you could redeem for Ethereum to then say the, the whole thing. I don't get it. So how, get did it. He, so how much milk do they make? He doesn't know much? yet. He finds out tomorrow. I kid you not. <laughs> do they start producing like milk tomorrow? One one hundredth of an ETH. Yeah, it's well, like he, every he month. Also but he's showing in... me these things. It's like 90 grand for a unicorn cool cat. That's insane. Yeah. He, I know he also invested in, uh, in uh, CryptoPunks. Yes. And board apes and stuff like that. Correct. 
you know, um, without it's it's funny because I remember we had a conversation and he was like, I didn't know too much about it, yeah. but like I understood the concept of it, right? And so he's made a ton of money on crypto punks and yeah. on board apes and all that stuff. So NFTs, man, I'm 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 starting to buy into NFTs too. Yeah. I just realized, by the way, what you should have done if you were down on Floki to have sold Floki at a loss. The, yes, use that loss to offset your gain on Dogecoin. Okay. You would you would be completely tax free now on Dogecoin. Every pretty oh. much everything that you would make right now would be tax free on Dogecoin just from tax loss harvesting. Because right now, the build in, in the Build Back Better Act, they wanted to get rid of crypto tax loss harvesting. Okay. The Build Back Ad, uh, Better Act right now is kind of held up in Congress, so we mm -hmm. don't know if it's going to be passed or not. We don't know what the final form is going to be. Mm -hmm. But for last year, you could have done that. The crazy thing is this. They yeah. want to tax you on the gains you make in crypto, right? right. But they're trying to take away uh, the losses. You're not allowed to use those? I've never heard of that. To offset other gains? Yeah, to offset. Are you, you're allowed never. to do that or you're not allowed to do that? You're allowed to do that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It's just like any other investment. But they want you to have a wash sale. So basically, okay. the, because right now you'd be able to sell your Floki, yeah. use that as a write-off, sell your Dogecoin, increase your tax basis, not pay any tax on that mm -hmm. in the process. But right now, you'd be able to just buy right back into Floki right afterwards. There's no 30-day oh. rule of waiting okay. because it's considered a property and not a security or an asset. It's it's property. Okay. So they, I also, they, I also realized with, with Dogecoin, yeah. um, remember we were saying capital gains tax? Yeah. For me to take it out within a year, I'd have to pay 40%. Correct. I think it's like more like 50, 53%. Yes, because you're in California. Because I'm in California. Correct. Which is but, crazy. Yes. But... <laughs> Yes. Well, the answer to that would be yes, depending on how much you're cashing out. But okay. yeah, you would be showing that you would make you know, $2 million. Yeah. Yes, you are right. And then moving to Vegas, right? I'm moving to Vegas anyway, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. If I stay here for how long? That I don't know. You'd have to talk with the tax attorney. It, it's a bit of a gray area that if you make your investments in California and then you move to, let's say, mm -hmm. Texas, mm -hmm. you sell everything off, uh, California could still claim rights to that tax that was saved because you made those investments in california and they could argue that you only move to i don't know it seems to be a gray area okay. uh some say a year i've seen okay. five years i think with 401ks and roth iras like 10 years mm -hmm. it's it, it depends it's a bit of a gray okay. area so I, I don't know exactly yeah. i mean i was I'm but yes yeah, so it would have been had you sold everything 53 you, right you would have yeah you would be paying 37 percent plus 13.3 Plus three point eight. Sheesh! On the top end of that income, that's insane, man. So thirteen. So yeah, fifty-four. You'd be paying fifty percent. Uh, it's called the net investment tax, and it's when you have more than a million dollars a year in income, uh, you pay an extra three point eight percent. It's a surtax, just on top of everything. That's regardless of where you live, by the way. It's just that's the IRS. That's that's like wait, the, that's a federal. Yes. Oh, so your federal income tax is basically forty-one percent, not thirty-seven. No, it's thirty-seven. If you make over a million, but it's but it's for investments. So it, oh, like, let's say okay. capital Got gains. It. So Got I have it. a long-term capital gains, mm -hmm. but yeah. it also applies to short-term capital gains. Okay. So if you if you have short-term capital gains, you're paying the thirty-seven plus. Right. 3. Then you could play forty. Pay forty. Whatever. So basically, I picked the worst state <laughs> to yeah. make that investment into Dogecoin. Yes, but you would still be left over with a significant amount after That's tax. True. I mean, it's still a yeah. big amount, but yes, just half of it's gone. So, yes. yeah, no. I mean, I'm planning on moving to Vegas anyway. You know what I mean? I was just wondering if it would be like a year or like six months or something like that, that it would 
take into effect mm-hmm. where I wouldn't have to pay taxes. Yeah. So what's interesting to me is that your original plan was to hold on for one year capital gains. And when is that due? Well, so that is was that, the thing. So is the that reason- April? It's got to be coming up. No. Is that February? March? Right? February. Yeah. February. What, what's the date? What's the date on that? <laughs> February 5th. Oh, oh wow. So, That's like, actually, February 5th. Wait, are we going to be posting this on the day? That, we, that you bought oh. Dogecoin? The day after. We're posting this February 6th. That's hilarious. So almost at the 366 days wow. since you bought Dogecoin. Yeah. And wow. if you guys see my YouTube videos, I have the little timer. <laughs> <laughs> on, wow. the, on, on the upper left hand corner where all every single day it'll be like how many days i've been holding and it's supposed to go all the way to 365 so the reason why i said that though was because of short-term capital gains tax versus long-term right. capital gains. so like any day after that after february 5th 2022 that i decide to cash out it automatically goes down to 50 is it 15 percent now it's 2020 okay well, you wouldn't pay the 3.8 because you would be cashing out less than a million, yeah. assuming the price stays the same. Yeah. But then again, you know, it was Kevin O'Leary because I said the exact same thing. Mm-hmm. And it was Kevin O'Leary that told me you should never make your decisions based on the ta- tax implications. Okay. So, and it was hard for me. And even now, I still am like, but the taxes, yeah, it's yeah, the yeah, taxes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, he said, don't even consider the taxes. That's that should not that should not be a part of your decision to yeah. not sell an investment. That's an interesting way to look at it. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't want to say say I've taken his advice on that mm-hmm. because I've, I've certainly considered the tax implications. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, you would you would look at things differently yeah. if you didn't consider the tax implications of waiting a full year. For sure. Is that end, in hindsight, and everyone says mm-hmm. in hindsight, that yeah. it ended up costing you more money than you saved. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, sometimes I think about that, too. I'm like, all right, if let's say I had completely sold out of Dogecoin, right, the day before SNL or whatever – and made that significant amount of money would i still have the social media presence or the youtube presence that i have today and i don't think so i do i think you would be even i would think you would have more of a presence now before we go into that i think it'd be interesting to see what like had you sold at the peak versus Mm -hmm. waited a year assuming the exact same price okay to see what the difference would be yeah so 2.8 you'd be left with 1.4 million dollars left over after tax that's just cash in your pocket um, that would be, we're just rounding off to 50. Mm-hmm. Actually, if we want it to be accurate, let's do 53%. So if you waited a year and the price was exactly the same, you would only be saving 445000 I say only. It wouldn't be more than that? No. That's how much you're saving. 53% between, versus? Uh, what did I say? 20 plus 13, 3 plus 3, 39%. 39.2. 39.2%. Wow. Okay. Yeah, so... You, and this is easier to explain in hindsight, yeah, 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 but yeah, of course. the $2.8 million was kind of held up in limbo because of 445000 That was the difference between short and long-term capital gains in California. And that's post-tax. About half a million. After tax. Four forty five. After taxes. Yeah. It, I don't know why it seemed like it was going to be a lot more. <laughs> no, because the thing you have to consider, you're paying 20% to California, yeah. 3.8, or sorry, you're paying 20% to the IRS, 3.8. Net investment surtax plus 13.3, 37.1. Okay. That's it. But that's without, no, no, no. That's okay, long-term capital gains tax is 37%. Okay. Versus 53. Versus 53, a difference of 15.9%. Okay. 15%, yeah. And you think people would still watch me after I cashed out? Oh, yeah. I, I think I think they would look at you as a genius. 
okay. as a, a market timing investment genius. Because yeah. the thing is, you just need to be right once. That's it. And had you sold, here's the thing. Had you sold, you would have gotten a lot of hate for that first yeah, month. They would, you, have, they would have slaughtered yes, me online. For the first month. But after a month, I guarantee 99% of their opinions will have changed to look at you like a genius. I agree. I think the first month would have been terrible for you. Because think but about it, it. I was the guy saying diamond hands. Right. I was the guy saying right. hold. I right. was the guy saying. Correct. But, you know? But at the same time, even if you did time it perfectly and you sold and everything, I don't think that it's good for you to be seen as like a market genius. I don't think that like like because of the style of invest like yeah because of the I style do. of investing that you do do and the the appeal for me to you mm -hmm. is that you're real yeah you know what I mean yeah. and when people start claiming things like oh I'm an investing genius I'm a marketing yeah, genius yeah, and stuff yeah. like that then it loses that personal appeal yeah. like you know what I mean I feel like you know, I wouldn't yeah. say that but people probably but you would know what say that. but you know how I knew it was a good decision um, is when how many people commented even on your video and on our video mm -hmm. at the peak mm -hmm. or at when when you're at like 2.2 million yeah, yeah. how many people say to sell how many people were happy for you to have yeah. made a life-changing amount of money and those, to those, sell those so people, many people those people weren't dogecoin holders though those correct. those people were probably just finance fans correct right but to uh, to appease the dogecoin community mm -hmm. you've essentially spent 1.8 million dollars yeah you you've you've just you've basically taken that and just flushed it down the toilet just mm -hmm. to appease those people on the internet yeah. who were going to comment, oh, this is bad. You, yeah. Why did you, why did you do I, this? I feel like in a certain way, yeah. I would also feel bad because I, I, I would feel bad to be like, hey, Jack, hold your Dogecoin. Don't mm -hmm. sell it. And then I sell it. And then Jack loses a bunch of money. I'd feel bad. Like, like for me to do that, for me to go ahead and cash out, yeah. I would have had to make a video right before. And been like, hey, guys, I'm going to sell everything. So if you're holding Dogecoin right now, sell everything. No, you, you never would tell people to yeah, sell. You, you would just say, thing. hey, guys. No, you wouldn't. You, people would be – if honestly, all you need is a 10-minute video. Guys, I made $2.8 million, more than I need for my entire life. Yeah. I don't want to take the risk. Sorry, I, I told you to hold. <laughs> no. You could say, I didn't expect we would ever be here. My my initial thought was that it would take over a year to get to this point. It took us three months. I don't want to take the extra risk. Um, now is the time for me to focus on other. Like I, I'm big into music, yeah. And this allows yeah. me that to pursue yeah. music and and my passion. And, and thanks to Dogecoin, I was able to do this. I yeah. think, yeah, some people are going to be upset at that, but the vast yeah. majority of people would look at that and be like, "That was a responsible decision." Yeah. And I think at the end of the day, no one could hate on that. The thing is, and this yeah. at, at first everything was all good, right? Yeah. I had people saying, "Oh, that's what's up." Yeah, I'm holding too. Blah blah blah. And then, like as Dogecoin goes down and these people start, you know, losing money, then it, it seems it's like they kind of turn on you and they yeah. get mad at me and stuff like that and start, you know, saying negative comments and things like that. And then when I, I'm like, "All right, let me look into other projects," because I'm not going to be Dogecoin, Dogecoin. My that's it for the rest of my life. So I'm looking at other projects and i start looking at floki and stuff people start turning on me from that right. and they're like oh you're a traitor you're uh you're only supposed to be about dogecoin over here talking about floki like why do you love floki so much like oh is this is this you know a scheme or something like that like like I've, I've gotten a lot of negative comments because of that, a lot of hate, too, because it's like if I'm looking at other projects or even Cardano, when I started yeah. buying in a Cardano, what are you doing? Well, and I'm just like, it's like you can't please everyone, but 
I seem to get hate either way. <laughs> yeah, I remember. You know what's interesting is I started getting all of a sudden your videos recommended again. Your our video, well, our videos that we did together, yeah. the iced coffee hour clips of us get yeah. recommended now out of nowhere on the homepage, which wow. is weird. And I watched one of them, and one of them was about me saying how quickly people can flip online. And they'll love you one day. Yeah. And then the next day, it's just still completely 180. Yeah. And once you get that momentum of just like, you know, people get upset, mm -hmm. everyone else loves to get upset with somebody else. Because it yeah. feels like this, this, uh, you're, you know, camaraderie. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we could be in a group together. We all think the exact same way. We could be upset at the same person and share that experience, share, the, share those emotions with one another negatively yeah. against somebody else. How do and you, it switches. how do you deal with it? I just accept that, like, I don't know. I hate to say it, but like every week I'm like, oh, I, mentally it's like, oh, this is the last week. I've been doing this for five years now. Every week. Oh, last Does week. it still affect you? Uh, to a certain extent, yes. But uh, <laughs> that's why I save so much. It's just like, well, last week. I try. I mean, I really try my best to be as like neutral as possible, to stay in the middle mm -hmm. of things and, uh, you know, really just to focus on finance. I think I think at the end of the day, okay. it's like personal finance investing. It's not a lot of room for emotion. Okay. Just talk objectively. And the more yeah. I talk objectively, the better it is. Because I, I try to I try to respond. You know what I mean? Like, like I'll see yeah. a negative comment and I'm like, no, that's not true. You know, and I'm trying to like prove my point and everything. And then I get caught in this whirlwind of like trying to like it. Yeah. if people yeah. are posting negative comments that you think aren't well founded. Yeah realistically whatever reasoning you do with them is not going to solve it anyways okay yeah. that's just what i've learned if you see like a really well written out message that's mm -hmm. like very detailed yeah. and you can kind of see their point of view yeah, and stuff yeah, like yeah, that yeah, you yeah. can reason with those people yeah. but a lot of the times if they're just like attacking your like physical appearance or they're attacking like other random just things and you could tell like based off of like their wording and stuff like mm -hmm. that if it's not well structured there's no reasoning yeah. with those people yeah. i've and tried that's, and that's the other thing too is that uh, and and this is interesting with with kevin going through the same thing as well with him selling yeah and uh if his Tesla, if people, right? everything he sold everything. He's old, yeah, yeah. Not just Tesla, but when you hold or you become like an ambassador, let's just say to Dogecoin or really mm -hmm. anything, it could mm -hmm. be anything. It doesn't mm -hmm. have to be Dogecoin. It could be water for let's just let's just say, and you you're pushing for water, and water's value is going down, and mm -hmm. you're pushing for water, and just like people are losing mm -hmm. money with water, they they'll get upset at a certain point. Yeah, be like you misled us. Yeah. Even though, you know, they, they were choosing voluntarily to follow your advice. Yeah. So, you know, sticking with one thing like that, you're going to get that backlash if it yeah. goes down. So that's why I was thinking, well, at least if, if you cash out, pretty much everyone at that point was in profit. Mm -hmm. um, it would have been hard to lose money, even if you had sold at the peak. I mean, people were buying in at that price, but fewer of them yeah. were underwater or were in the red. Yeah, at that, that, that point makes than sense now. too. That makes sense. So, it just felt like the right thing to do, man. <laughs> like, yeah, like when I was yeah. in when I was in the mix, and, yeah. and, and you know everything was happening. It felt like this is the right thing to do. I should hold this. I believe in this because I do. Yeah, you know, truly, genuinely do believe in Dogecoin, and this one day will pay off. If not today, maybe in a year, maybe in two, yeah. maybe in three. You know, I do. You, do you have a plan if it doesn't? If it doesn't pay off, and if Dogecoin slowly just well, that's pits why back to and it pits back to a penny. I, I, I mean, I'm saying I'm thinking this. Yeah. My plan would be one of these other projects that I'm invested in will do well right so so even even if though even if my initial dogecoin buy-in just keeps going down for whatever reason yeah. it, it never gets to a dollar i'm 
still heavily invested in other projects and I'm still hoping that something else takes off as well. Yeah. Do you feel like sometimes, because it seems like every time you and I talk, you're constantly met with criticism. You're constantly yeah, met with people saying, yeah. it what is, you're man. doing is wrong. What you should have done is this. It seems like a lot of yeah. people are trying to dictate your actions and maybe tell you that you made wrong decisions. How do you think that affects you? Does it make you more gung-ho with your positions? Or do you think that like, like how does that affect you, let's say mentally? The thing is this, mm. I'm, I feel like I'm generally very... A very open person right mm -hmm. so it's open to criticism open to hey you should have done this or you should have done that you have people that are just block off everything is mm -hmm. whatever i want haters 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 and you and you, even if you're wrong you can be completely wrong right i feel like i feel like when i say something like sometimes i say stuff on twitter or whatever people like kind of attack me and i always try to like take a step back like okay let me look at what this person said object like objectively right and see uh is what they're saying making sense or not? Or is this pure hate, right? And I always evaluate everything. And that's taxing, obviously, because you're yeah. sitting there trying to reason everything in your head. But I feel like I'm a good person. I try to do good. You know what I mean? I try to help people. Yeah. And and it's hard trying to, like, almost second-guess yourself in a way. Like, 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 you're questioning, like, wait, am I a good person? Like, this person just said this and this person. You know, like, and, and you're really sitting there, like, it's like pull and tug and at your like mental and heartstrings because because it's like you're trying to always do good things and people always find a way to find some negative in it and it makes you second guess yourself all the time so it sucks <laughs> yeah mentally and and it, it takes a toll on you man like i like never would i have dreamed that one i'd be in this position two that it, it'd be a market it'd be a place of such it's so polarizing, right? Yeah. Crypto, like, it's not something that's sound and, you, you know It's what I mean? way like, different. Crypto investors from stock investors, yeah. just the communities alone. Things go up, prices go up, you're yeah. a genius, you're awesome, you're cool, thanks for telling me about that coin. You know what I mean? Like, prices go down, you're an idiot, you misled people, you're a scam artist, you're, you know what I mean? Like, it's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. And what about people constantly telling you things like you should have sold because it seems like every time you come on this podcast it's a very similar theme where like you should sell you should sell i'm sure people are always telling you stuff like that how does that affect you when people say that you should have done this what i, what I should have done yeah like, i always try to take everyone's advice and everything everybody tells me in comments like with a grain of salt obviously but at the same time i i see the points that they're making and some of them are very valid you know and then you sit here and you're like wow I could have had $3 million. Well, not $3 million, one point whatever million yeah, dollars. We'll call it one and a half. We'll round one, it. one and one a half, half versus this. And then, and then you know, that takes a toll on you too. Because it's like, but I believed in something. You know what I mean? Like, but I had conviction. But but I want this to to to, to do well and, and to be the future. And it's like, it, it, it kind of, again, second guessing yourself. You're like, wait, was I right? Was I wrong? Maybe, maybe the same person who bought Bitcoin at a thousand bucks saw it go up to 17,000, didn't take any profits, mm -hmm. dropped all the way back down to 3000 yeah. and just wrote it out and it went to 60,000. And now they're yeah. a genius three years, four years later. So you see what I'm yeah. saying? How and hard listen, it is? A lot of people were called very stupid when they bought in Bitcoin uh, and myself included. I started buying Bitcoin at 17. And uh, that was like the peak of the market. And I was really curious about buying in and seeing what the hype was about. Yeah. I bought in and it helped me understand. Now, I only invested like 20 grand, so I yeah. wasn't going all in. But it helped me experiment with what crypto was and get introduced to the whole concept. And even back then, like Ethereum was, I think at the peak, Ethereum was like 900 bucks or wow. something like that. Um, and then it dropped all the way down to like 100 and something dollars. And 
everyone with crypto was over it for two to three years. I worry two things. One, that that isn't guaranteed to happen again. Yeah. And I think as the crypto market gets bigger, it's going to get more stable. And we're going to see less, you know, going from, you know, 1,000 to 17 to mm -hmm. 3 to 60. Instead, we might get to see like, okay, one from 30 to 70, down to 40 to 80, mm -hmm. down to 50 to, you know, a little bit more stable. But then I also worry that in a way your image was so wrapped in Dogecoin that you were the Dogecoin guy. And without yeah. the Dogecoin, what what was your brand? You were brandless. Yeah. Then you were the dude who sold Dogecoin. Yeah. You know? Yeah. No, for sure. And and and, and so, okay, so when you bought Bitcoin, 17000 you saw it drop all the way back down to, what was it, 3000 mm -hmm. right? Did you sell it all? So I sold, so I, I don't remember exactly. I sold Bitcoin at seventeen five. So I wrote it 17, sold the seventeen five. And then I was an idiot, and I basically put it all in different altcoins. Yeah. The biggest one, I was such an idiot. I bought, uh, it used to Ryblox. be Ryblox, rebranded as Nano, and then now I think they're coming out with like some other branding of, mm -hmm. of some sort. I, I, I don't really follow it anymore. But I bought Nano at like a dollar something, or mm -hmm. like a dollar fifty, and it went all the way up to, I think it was like $40. And you didn't take any profits? Nope. It fell and fell and fell and, and went back down basically to where I bought it. And at that point, I lost everything. And I still I still hold it to this day. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, I'm not going to cash out at this point. But, uh, yeah, yeah, I learned the hard way on that one. That's it's just crazy. that's not that's never something that I'll deal with again. If anything, I do honestly find it pretty admirable that you did stick to your guns yeah. and you you stayed true to your principles and you you held like that is pretty yeah. impressive just on a personal level mm -hmm. maybe not as an investor level yeah or you know what i mean or as a financial mm -hmm. person mm -hmm. but i think it, as a person i think that's and, and, pretty I, and i honestly hope people see that too you know what i mean i hope people see that okay this guy came came out here he did this thing he said he was gonna right. hold and he stuck it all the way out your integrity is worth more than two million dollars or whatever maybe you know i don't know i feel like People, I feel like I, I hope a lot of people see it that way as well. How are you making money now? Because you quit your job the yes. last time we spoke. Yes. Um, so nah. YouTube. Okay. I make money on YouTube. I also make money selling merchandise on my website. And I also have started working with a company, actually like a tech team for the past, uh, I want to say six months about now, creating a Doge card. So it, it's essentially a Visa card where you can put in Dogecoin and be able to, wherever Visa is accepted, be able to use your Dogecoin. And in real time, it'll convert the Doge into fiat and pay the merchant in the amount of money that the item you wanna buy. So I'm creative director over there and I've been kind of working with them pretty closely. So yeah, mm. it's a, it's a yeah. bunch of little things. I, just, I guess I just don't understand the converting Dogecoin because I just think if you're going to sell it, you sell it. And then, mm. then, it, then you don't have to worry about like, I'm going to buy this thing and I don't know where yeah. it's trading at the time. I guess it's, like, a, it's, a, it's more of the fun factor. You know, I have, a, I have a card hey, with Dogecoin know. on it. It's yeah. got Visa. I can use it wherever Visa is accepted. I, got put, I, I put Dogecoin in there. I use it to buy. And then instead of cash back, like a bank card, you yeah. get Dogecoin back. And it's, you know. You should make a medal. <laughs> Everyone, though. No, I, I do think that there That's is actually original. <laughs> I know. I'm just saying. I think that the, that actually makes a difference in the appeal. Is, yeah. is metal versus plastic? 
I feel like we're eventually going to run the course of metal. I know so many Everyone. people that got the Apple card strictly because it's metal. Yeah, but and they don't every have a metal card, card is metal now. Every, yeah, the, the, yeah, yeah. The Prime lot. card what, is metal. What's going to be Sapphire, next? What you, all the what, Amex what, cards what, are metal. After metal, what do you think the next thing is going to be? We're going to go to stone. <laughs> <laughs> Just regress. <laughs> Just like, no, funny enough that you say that, though, because we are thinking about coming out with a metal card as well. Okay, cool. Like having two versions of it. Like you have the basic plan on, on the Doge card, and then you can have a platinum version of it. You know what I mean? Yeah. But. I'm super excited about it. I just want people to be able to use it yeah, and like right. I can use Dogecoin to buy whatever I want. And you know, and, and think about this. If I'm in line, we're at Target, right? I'm in line right in front of you. I whip out a card, it's got Dogecoin on it, right? And I'm buying something, that's a conversation. You know what I mean? Wait, was that is that a Dogecoin card? Like what? You're, <laughs> You're buying right. this with Dogecoin? Yeah. I almost think that we're gonna go back to more so phone payments. I, th I think it could be a lot more common. Yeah, I mean, so it's, many times where I forget my wallet. It's also integrated it in Apple Pay. There we go. <laughs> so it is only a matter of time, though, for sure, that we have everything on our phone. Yeah. Car mm. keys plus payment, everything. Yeah. Which technically, if you have a Tesla, is pretty much right. That. The keys, yeah. and the, the, the keys, phone. To the phone. Yeah, I ne I've never carried that actual key on me. It's just always my phone. Yeah. Uh, Sorry, guys, I have this. Uh, I'm hand-holding the camera here, but have you guys seen that they started making credit cards out of wood so that they're more eco-friendly? It's like bamboo or something like that. Oh, you could sell you could sell the metal little, little metal oh, strip okay. through it, but the rest of the cards made wood. I You've would love to that? see. No, I haven't. I'm oh. just I'm just saying, mm. you know, it wouldn't be impossible to do that. I would love to see just different stuff like that, just different materials being used. Mm -hmm. And uh, maybe we go even higher, and we have glass. like cards made of like glass would be neat. Oh, you know what you would be able to do? You actually. drop it, and it's done. <laughs> yeah, reinforced. Sorry, I, I dropped my credit card, broke it. I can't pay it. it just breaks, makes a mess on the floor. You need to get a case for the card. So funny. Yeah. In case you drop it. <laughs> you know, it would be interesting to have. Like, you could do, you could do acrylic. You could do like uh, vinyl. What vinyl? Vinyl. Yeah, yeah, you leather. Do, like, you get retro leather card. <laughs> Sapphire, so funny. Yeah, I just use opal as like that. Yeah, that's the card. It's cool. like some rare crystal. Yeah, like, moon rock. Yeah. What's that uh, yeah. material in Phase Rugs countertops, Graham? You know? Oh, it. Onyx. Onyx. Yeah, Onyx cards. Yeah. yeah. No, I love it. Meteorite. That would be the credit card to get. Have you seen? Uh, like they have meteorite dials on watches, and they're it's the coolest thing ever. Like literally yeah, out of space. Yeah, it, it looks really cool. Yeah. Just the cost of of creating a card out <laughs> made out of meteorite. That's got to be American. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's like tier three. Pass black Dutchman. card. Yeah, like, you yeah. can buy anything with that. Yeah, like, yeah. Um, but yeah, tell us. Are you comfortable talking more about your your income sources right now? Um, uh, sure. I can tell you guys roughly how much I make per month. Yeah. Okay. So. Right now, obviously, it ranges because of YouTube, right? Yeah. So I'm making roughly anywhere from fifteen to twenty-five thousand dollars a month, which that's, is good, right? That's a lot. <laughs> is good. You're, but you haven't posted in a month. How? How? No, I haven't. This month has been not good. <laughs> but but before this, for example, my biggest month, I was made. I think I made nine thousand dollars on YouTube, mm -hmm. which was when I'm like on top of my game you yeah. know what i mean like i'm posting a video like every right. day and i'm talking about dogecoin i'm talking about floki i'm talking about you know whatever else i'm invested in um that was i want to say december yeah so that's you know that's kind of written over in january or whatever but i feel like with this year i really want to like up things to another right. level you know what i mean well you said nine thousand dollars in a month 
On YouTube. On YouTube. I thought. Oh, so we're talking. Okay, yeah. YouTube, so fifteen to twenty-five like, is everything. Everything. So. everything okay. Merchandise. Yeah. What about uh, you know the job I have? Sponsorships, yeah. promotions, stuff like that. Like I was doing stuff. Uh, I, I did. I did a promo for a cereal. You know what I mean? I'm eating cereal. Cereal. Like, mmm, delicious. Yeah, I love this cereal. It's so tasty. Guys, go get it. Uh, that I, I did a sponsorship for like coffee brands. Um, it, it was a subscription coffee where like you tried different types of coffee. Yeah. Yeah, um, I think it was trade. Was trade, trade coffee. coffee? Yeah, yeah, that one. They um, sponsored me in the good old days before uh, you could go to <laughs> bankrollcoffee.com. And Vitamins, uh, Re- Republic, I think it's called. Okay. It, it's basically ritual? a multi- ritual. Yeah. Ritual. Oh, so you know. Yeah, they've sponsored um, us. Thank you, yeah, Ritual. Yeah, <laughs> so it's, it's, the, it's the vitamins, multivitamins. And yeah. I'm sitting there, I'm like, you know, guys, I, uh, I eat a lot of Taco Bell. So, to, you know, to subsidize all the uh, vitamins, I take yeah. this delicious pill. But um, it's not delicious, but it, it's good for you. But um, that, uh, what else did I do? Uh, Skillshare. <laughs> yeah. Do you, <laughs> you worry, know? though, that by taking a month off, combined with the market going down, mm-hmm. it, it's not going to be the same going in February? Because feel, ad rates are also down across the board, twenty to twenty-five percent. Finance, you, YouTube, every everywhere oh. across the board, every single YouTuber I've talked to, ad rates are down significantly more than any of the, this is the biggest drop I've I've ever seen across any of the channels in the last five years. So, like comparing this January to last January to January before, yes, the biggest single month drop. Wow, yeah, this is the worst January in years. I had no idea. Yeah. That's crazy. That's yeah. crazy. I, I was just always like, okay, as soon as I jump back on the train, you know what I mean? Like I start posting every day. Like I'm going to be super like on top of it. Every single day we're talking about something and you know, I'll make another $9,000. No, no. I got, I got to tell you, man, I'm really worried that you take that much time off. Yeah. You could Here's like a- ruin your channel. I've seen so many. And you know, some people say, oh yeah, you know, people could come back. I, I've just seen, in, in, at least in finance, mm-hmm. everybody that's taken about a month off, mm-hmm. your channel is a fraction of what it used to be. Wow. And I've seen this time and time and time again. Uh, the only exception I would say is Nate O'Brien. The only, but but he's a partial exception because mm-hmm. uh, he posts so infrequently anyway, and mm-hmm. all of his videos are evergreen. So when he posts mm-hmm. a video, it's, it, it technically should be doing well for the next year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah, the yeah, only yeah. one I've seen. Uh, that could post once a month mm-hmm. and, what, what, and do okay. What is the longest you've gone without posting a video? Five days. Max. Max. In the past five years. Yeah. Maybe the very longest was a week, but that was only because I think my Tesla video took off. Oh. And if I and I knew if I posted another video, take away from that. that newest video is going to get the recommended yeah. and not the, the Tesla video. So I purposely waited for that Tesla video to... Um, settle down. Wow! Before I post another video, because I've tested so many things. Mm-hmm. Every time I post a new video, the previous video stops getting recommended because YouTube is more likely to promote the latest video on a channel. Okay, that's so and if that latest video isn't better, and you're not 100 percent sure that latest video is better than the one prior to it, you're screwed. Sheesh! It's got to be a better video. Okay. Yeah, that's why I know. Like with some of these videos that I post, I've uh, like I've had other videos ready, mm-hmm. and the day of, I'm like, I can't post the other video because it's not better than my previous one. Yeah, and it's either I have to make a video right now that's mm-hmm. better than that, or I cannot post, and I make a video that's better. So you do you have to. Do you still use the other video? Or you don't. I could post it later. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. cool. And it's funny because I talked to Andre about this, and yeah. I was like, "What's the you know he, what's the longest you've been without putting out a video?" He said. I think he said a, seven a, days a week. A week. Yeah. And I was like, in the last 
three years? Yes. You he said yes. To. Yes. And like that, that, that shocked me because yeah. I mean, I've been on YouTubers all the time and people go away for a week or two. They go on vacation, whatever, come back, yeah. right? Like, how do you take vacations? Like, you how do don't. You- or you have to pre-plan your content ahead of time, which I'll say is impossible, especially in finance because there's so many new it's things rele- that happen. It has to be relevant, yeah. Yeah, you can't post evergreen content for a week straight. Your audience will, will not find it, it interesting because <laughs> yeah. they'll be like, evergreen, evergreen. No, yeah, 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 they yeah. want something in there that's urgent, that's news-related, that is that is is for them to, that day. Okay, so you haven't gone on vacation. I've five. gone on vacation, uh, five days, Hawaii, but I, I worked so hard to pre-plan out videos specifically for the time that I was gone around a holiday oh, where if I didn't post on a Friday, it was, it was going to not be out of the ordinary. Wow. Yeah. Okay. I, I honestly didn't realize yeah. like that's how you like, have to, yeah, you have to taking a month off mm-hmm. is basically like lighting your channel on fire. Okay. Really, really, really bad. Okay. And you'll notice you'll get penalized by YouTube. Oh, yeah. so they'll stop recommending and, my videos. And here's the thing. Yes. So already you're penalized by not posting for such a long okay. time. The only way to recover from that is by making a video, why I disappeared from YouTube. And okay. that's got to be your title. Mm-hmm. You have to make a video like that addressing where I've been. Okay. Why, why I, did, I think why I left YouTube or why I disappeared from mm-hmm. YouTube. Okay. Why I stopped posting on YouTube, like something yeah. like that. Okay. And that's got it. That that's video, a good idea. Yeah. That video has to be good because you got one chance. Yeah, 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 that yeah, video yeah, bombs, yeah. you're done. Thumbnail yeah. is you just looking right into the camera. No emotions, hands yeah. down, kind of yeah, sad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I love and be honest, and you better be brutally honest with that video and answer yeah, yeah, yeah. everybody's comments. Yeah. Look through your comments. Yeah. Uh, address people, and uh, you don't want to make it like an apology, but like yeah, explain yeah, yeah. what's happened to you. Yeah. And then from there, every video after that has to be perfect. Yeah. Like you, you have no room for error right mm-hmm, now. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I, I also feel like I have a little bit of of some wiggle room in comparison to you and Andre because your videos are so information based and like well researched, deep dives into whatever it is that you're looking into. And my stuff is more like fun going. You know what I mean? Like lifestyle. Like, hey, what's yeah. up, guys? Let's talk about but Dogecoin. I, I worry you have such an audience where they'll click on your video, pause it, and just go to the comments to see what people are saying. Yeah, yeah. And that'll really hurt your watch time because you get a lot of people just watching clicking not watching the video comments leave do you think that's why youtube took away the ne- the down no the thumbs down thing i don't i don't I'm, people I'm, could just check what video oh this has a lot of you know thumbs down yeah. i don't want to watch the video it, it's they do have a point that people do dislike or like cancel certain creators i think they're really leaning away from the cancel culture because mm-hmm. they do not want to be known as the platform that's like yeah. the, cultivating that sort of thing so i kind of get it on that sense because you do see all the time uh it's interesting when someone will make like an like an exposed video Mm -hmm. everyone will go to the other person's channel dislike it oh so you're okay okay yeah but that creates drama on youtube and if they're functioning as a business they would probably want more drama because it creates more bad for advertising it's a bad reputation that's why they got rid of uh, a lot of the prank channels the drama channel they didn't want to be known as like you know we're we're creating this fostering this community of drama Hmm. They want to be a place that people could go to that that's free of that, yeah. that's respectable. Yeah. Um, so it's just entertaining and educational. That's that's what I think. They want to be a, yeah. a safe community for everybody. And having these mobs of people being like, "Oh, yeah, we're gonna yeah, dislike yeah, yeah, this yeah. person and dislike this." Yeah, person. that's not healthy. I don't think so. So I kind of get it from that aspect. But then I also, uh, 
I also liked being able to see dislikes on certain certain videos. kinds of videos. Like if it I want to learn yeah. about, let's say I want to learn about blockchain, right? And I find a video, and I'm hoping this video is going to teach me everything I want to know about blockchain. But the video is just terribly done. It doesn't explain anything. I'm gonna sit there for five minutes and waste my time because at the end of the video, I didn't learn anything. Yeah. I'd rather yeah. know its dislike ratio, right? To be like, oh, this isn't an informative video. See, I like it to to gauge the sentiment of the audience on certain topics. Like yeah. if, if Jeremy, let's just say, yeah. I'm buying Bitcoin and 50% of the people dislike yeah. the video. I've, I've, I ask myself, why? Why do 50% mm -hmm. of his audience not mm -hmm. like it? Is his audience different? Uh, what are they investing in? They're not crypto people. They're not crypto. But I like to see that gauge. And I, I, I used to look at the like to dislike ratio on like everyone's videos because it's, it's interesting to see how that creator is viewed. Mm -hmm. And when they have a positive like to dislike ratio, it's like, okay, people like their content. What are they doing right? Mm -hmm. Why are people liking the video? I like to look at that. Yeah. And now I, I don't get to see that. So it's. Do you guys think it'll come back? No. Wow. I think it'd be I've, nice if they made it optional for the creator to decide. Because wasn't that how it was for a while? No, but then they'll single out every creator who decides to hide their dislikes. Then it's why like, are you hiding? Why are you it? hiding it? Because yeah. then it's that. Then it stands out even more. Like just show it. If you really, if it doesn't matter that much, show it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. What I think they'll do eventually is right now you could see the dislike, but it, it doesn't really do anything. I think at some point they'll just remove it entirely. Right. It'll be more like an Instagram where like yeah. you, don't, you don't have the option to dislike. Well, well, like I thought it. I thought what. Where it helped was was uh, the recommended section, right? So if a video gets a lot of likes, it gets to the recommended section versus a lot of dislikes. No, I don't think that necessarily impacts recommendations or not. What's interesting though is they never had dislikes on comments, which I I wished we could see dislikes on comments. So they basically did the same thing with comments on videos. You, I mean, that was never an issue with comments, was it? It's like, oh, I can't see my dislikes on comments. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I was always curious about that. The only thing I've noticed with dislikes on comments. The most disliked comments are the ones that show up at the very bottom. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Always. So at least the disliked comments get pushed down. Yeah. And then the good comments. So, usually, correct, yeah. yeah know, the good comments. The yeah, yeah. So there's got to be some sort of ratio on that. Yeah. That's crazy. So. Yeah, man. Uh, I got to get back on the <laughs> back on the Dogecoin. When train. are you going to post your video? <laughs> Tomorrow morning. Now, <laughs> so I'm so I'm yeah, in Vegas. I'm going. I'm going home today, yeah. right? And then tomorrow morning. I'm gonna wake up and do a video. Yeah, be careful about this video. Word it really. See now I'm like thinking because of what you said. Yeah. You're like, all right, well address it. You should. You, you should to. film it Talk right here it. in that seat with that camera. <laughs> that would be such <laughs> a good angle, I, wouldn't it? And then you could say, and if you want to know more, <laughs> February sixth, check out the Ice Coffee Hour. Yeah. Why I left YouTube. Look at how good that you, is. You look good, man. <laughs> you look really good. That's so. You guys want to know something else? Yeah. Sure. I got Botox. Where? No way. <laughs> Where? On my forehead. Watch this. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? Wait, do it again. Are you trying to raise your eyebrows? Yeah. I didn't even notice. Yeah. Well, here's the funny oh thing. Oh my god! I went there. It's part of the documentary. So I went there. I sat down. The surgeon's like, "What are you here for? You got great skin." Yeah. And I was like, "Thanks." He was like, "How?" He's like, "How old are you?" I was like, "34." He's like, "No." He's like, "You're 28. You're definitely not 30." He's like, "You have great skin." And then he's like, "Let me call my skin guy." So I guess he's got a skin guy. And then the skin guy comes in and he's like. How old do you think this guy is? He was like, oh, 27, 28. He's like, yeah. no, he's 34. He's like, that's crazy. You have yeah. great skin. And so I was like, thanks. And then I got Botox. 
it's true. I noticed when you came and sat down, I'm like, you have such nice skin. And I think I've noticed that before, but this time especially, like, dude, it's it's uh, it's really clear. Oh, like, yeah. now, what is it like? Did you have wrinkles on your forehead before? You guys never gotten anything, right? No. Okay, so basically, I don't have wrinkles on my forehead, but this is something they call preventative Botox. So you get it done so you don't get wrinkles on your forehead in the future. So it basically like freezes up the muscles that would create wrinkles, yeah. right? And then you don't get is it in there, the future. Is there, is there a risk to it? Yeah, I mean, not good thumbnails because you can't so, <laughs> your eyebrows anymore. So Botox is actually probably one of the safest procedures. There, there's hardly any risks. Um, I think the the major risks are if you if you mess around with it too much. So for example, let's say, like he's got he's got 11s, right? 11s are the ones that are like this. Yeah. Right? yeah, yeah. So let's say I, I get you know full full uh, forehead done or whatever yeah. of all Botox, and the next day I go like this and I. And I rub my my forehead, right? It, it, there's a chance that it could spread if you're rubbing it while it's still like taking taking shape and taking place. So that's why the surgeon says you have seven days where like don't go out in the sun, don't like mess with your forehead, like just let it go to the right places, and then you're good. And then you're supposed How to get long it. Does it last? It doesn't wear off. It does. So you're supposed to get it done every six months. And here's the crazy thing. They took two twins and they tried to Botox yeah. with both of them, right? And so the first twin, no Botox at all. The second twin got Botox every six months. They did this for 10 years. At the end of the 10 years, one twin looked significantly younger than the other one, like 10 plus like 15 years. Was this something that you were insecure about before? No, it was just something I've always tried to look into, you know, just because like I said, I don't have a bunch of thick lines on my forehead it's just like i'm afraid in five years i'm gonna have like crazy I'm curious what you looked like before because now because you look normal to me now yeah. it's like but i don't remember because i have the wrinkles i'm sure you can mm -hmm. see like that yeah that and then i squint a lot and because yeah. i squint you see, like, yeah. yeah this bothers me and it never bothered me before um and i think it was about a year ago where i started seeing myself on camera especially the vlogs right? yeah, i see yeah, the side yeah, profile yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that yeah i hated it and the the lines like at, they crease after all because sometimes yeah. in the sun I'll squint yeah. a little bit like this, and and they stay there for a little bit. And so have you uh, looked into something for that? So what I started doing is I started taking uh, like a skincare routine that Macy gave me. Okay. And uh, so I use uh, retinol cream twice a week, and then I've been moisturizing my face every single day, uh, hoping that the moisture decreases the the wrinkles this would have to be a procedure yeah. gram this would have to be i don't know if it's botox or what yeah. it is but there's something there and the crazy thing is this if you yeah. get it before it gets too deep it almost reverses the, the process so so it's funny i was talking to dylan so dylan also got botox and he was yeah. like man i was starting to get lines so i went to get botox and after a while the lines, dylan dylan right dylan dylan yeah yeah Andres, yeah, yeah so like dylan, the, the yeah. lines kind of went away he got botox yeah he did too <laughs> we just had a outed him on here on the bike. i didn't know care? this is like a common Neither, thing i didn't do, know do that you want, oh, it's called brotox sometimes <laughs> <laughs> what because you know it's different all right uh, i know what we're doing for the St family episode <laughs> oh my but, god but check it out check it out i I also, wow, I had no clue. I also was thinking about getting a hair transplant. Okay. So like, I'm starting to see like I used to have like my hairline was like perfect, yeah. and like within the last like two years, it's kind of like gone up a little yeah. bit. And I'm like, dang man, like you should try start with finasteride. Okay. That's what I started taking. Okay. Yeah. And then and then but the thing is this: once you stop taking it, doesn't just everything. Correct. So is there another procedure or is there it, like it's not a big deal? It's okay. it's one pill every single day. 
And How long uh, have you been aren't there it? side effects years, to finasteride? Uh, a small percentage of people have side effects, and I was really, really, That's really scary. worried. About I was it terrified of the side yeah. effects because it's like, uh, you know, well, you could you could just look it up if you want to see yeah, the side yeah, effects, yeah. and you get a small portion of people claiming they've never been the same after taking it. Wow. Um, but uh, but yeah, I've I've spoken with other people who have been on it, mm-hmm. and they say I don't know anybody else. I the, I've talked to maybe ten people who were on it, and like every, it seems like everyone's on it. Mm-hmm. Just, they don't talk about it. But only one person said they had side effects, and they stopped after a week, and then they were back to normal. So I figured, you know, I'm going to try it, take it very uh, you know day by day. Yeah. Have not noticed a single difference at all. Okay. Can, can, but you can tell the dra- the difference Drags, in your hair. Yeah. yeah, basically everything just stopped because yeah, my my hair was thinning. Have you ever thought about yeah. getting a hair transplant? Yeah. Okay. See, I uh, I've considered taking something your for my hair. Fine, though. Well, oh Jack, wait, let me see your. Come on, Jack. Gosh. See, I have like the corners. But you know, see, I look at your dad, and your dad has like a perfect head of hair. Yeah, and so does my mom's dad. Well then, but, come on, what are Jack, you? Doing? But no, you about? can see. Do you see on the corners how it's going yes. up? And if I grow, what I've noticed is mm-hmm. if I grow out my hair because I generally grow out my hair very long and yeah, I cut yeah, it short. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every time I grow it long, the hair starts to to be heavy because mm-hmm. there's like longer strands of hair and it pulls. And then oh. I feel like I'm balding because I'll feel up here. I'll be like, oh my god, I'm balding. Yeah. And then I get a haircut and then they layer it and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah. And it's not pulling. And I'm like, oh my god, I have it looks hair. Fine. So yeah, I wouldn't do anything. Th- I would say you're too young to look into that right now. I would say look back at it at like 28 to 32 and consider it that time. I'm I'm not too concerned about it. Literally every single you time I get what? a haircut, I ask the hairdresser, I'm like, am I balding? <laughs> oh, I no. do. Are it's you kinda, serious? I swear. Yeah. And every, like, I will say one. It, it's so, it sucks You know so what much it is though? You what? know why? If I look at you right now, I'm like, your hairline's perfect. Yeah. Right? I don't know. I didn't know Jack six years ago. So like, so like, you probably look back to when you were oh, 17, 18. Straight wow. as I know exactly. Same thing with yeah, me. Yeah. So you guys meet me now, and you're like, you look fine. Yeah. Like, you know, but I know what my hairline looked like eight years ago. I'll say, look, look into finasteride. Okay. Yeah. Look into that first. Um, Have you heard of red light therapy? What's up? No. So it's like these light, these like red lights that they. They kind of, you just put it right here for about 20 minutes. And what it does is it stimulates the blood cells up here. So your hair will grow. So it's, it's that and it's a micro needling too. kind of stimulates the, okay. um, the blood cells. Like. One thing that's kind of interesting to me is you decided to get Botox for your forehead. But at the same time, in my opinion, as a guy, yeah. I think you'd probably look a little bit better if you like maybe, I don't know. Trimmed or shaved, <laughs> and I don't know. It's like it seems like you're right, you're like. Let's say it, Jack. I, I don't yeah. know how to frame it this way. Yeah, I'm so look, period. I, yeah, but I know you as a friend, yeah. you wouldn't be offended that I say that. Of that's why I feel, exactly. Friends, that's yeah, why I feel yeah, comfortable yeah. saying that. Yeah, 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 and yeah. I wouldn't be offended if you say something like that yeah, to me. Yeah. But but I feel like if you were to clean up a little bit the beard and the hair, I think that is like that would do like tenfold what Botox. You would look yes. You would look ten years younger by getting a haircut and trimming the beard. Ten years. Do you think go to your length or do you think a little bit shorter? I think yeah. Like like shape. Yeah and I think you may realize you're not balding if you if you do that too. My my thought would be do a like a a slightly shorter than my hair. Okay. Not not long like Jack's. Slightly shorter than mine. Yeah. And I would keep some of the beard but trim it down to like a little bit longer than what than what Jack has. Yeah. Uh, just maybe like I a, think you a maybe, sh- maybe you look like Dan Bilzerian. Like, let me uh, yeah, I'm gonna yeah. show you guys a picture of me when I had that, and you tell and you guys tell me what you think. Hold on, all right, really quickly. Uh, Jack, let me see you there. Right? Yeah, but see, a part of me thinks it's like 
wrinkles add like like uh, like personality. To, I, like, I'm cool with my like, wrinkles. I, I like the yeah. smiling wrinkles. This thing right here, my dad has it. I'm cool with it. I feel uh, like they're a bigger fish to fry. No. You look like a model. Come on. <laughs> Do that again. Oh, that my God. You look so good, dude. That's what my hair used to look like. You Man, look incredible. That's the guy and that she beard? told you not to worry about, too. <laughs> it's like that, that's, that's the one, like, you yeah, got to keep him away from. I'm airdropping that to yeah, me. Keep him away from uh, your girlfriend, your wife, that's, your that's daughter. That's incredible. I mean, oh, my God. I mean, if I was to get a makeover, I'd probably be like that. I think you look so good in that. I mean, you, you're a good-looking guy, clearly. So you, and, and in do this, that. wait, let me see. I just wait. want to look at the. Do you have you have look. you seen this, Alex? No. Alex, <laughs> have you seen? It? <laughs> oh, oh, I'm sideways. Wait, wait you no. prefer that or this? Oh, you look so you good. You prefer this, dude? You look like a bodybuilder. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, that you, you need to do that. Yeah. yeah well, do, do, I mean, you, I'll, look, I'll, you look like a like a male model. Like I would, I sh I would see you in like Zoolander on the cover. <laughs> your of beard. Like the thing is, your beard is perfect. Yeah, you have an incredible beard. That's the length beard. of the beard. Yeah. I actually uh, the haircut. I think I don't mind the long hair on top yeah. swooping it over. Yeah. You're getting a call from Inglewood, by the way. I don't. I don't mind the, the hair swooped over. Mm. Yeah. Dude, come on. Why wouldn't? It, when was that picture taken? Uh, two years ago. Yeah. I think you're gorgeous, man. Thanks, Jack. Now, why, it, did you, why did you decide to grow out the hair? Um, I grew the hair out just because I was like, I don't know, man. I, <laughs> I can't even come up with a reason. I was just like, I'm just going to grow it out. Like, okay, here's a funny thing. So that very first video I've ever did on my Dogecoin channel, my hair is a lot shorter. I don't know if you guys remember, but like my beard wasn't that mm. long either. The year before that, I shaved my whole head off and I shaved everything. And then it just started, I was going to grow it all out evenly because my hair's always been short here, how you saw it, right? Yeah. Short here and long on the top. Yeah. And I was like, let me just grow it out evenly and then see what I want to do with it. And I just kind of grew it out. Dogecoin thing happened and I was like, I'm going to just <laughs> keep it going. I hate it kind of fits it, with yeah. the theme. It does. <laughs> if, if, if you, if you didn't have this look, if I look like Dogecoin, <laughs> it, it's true. It's true, but you know what? It would have been funny had you sold Dogecoin at two point eight, and then like the next week. <laughs> Seriously, and then you show up like, "Hey guys, sold Dogecoin." Hello, with, like, yeah. salutations. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> with the Rolls Royce in the background, like sipping champagne. That'd have been hilarious. I mean, I like the idea. I'd have to really think about it though. What's there? To, let's think about it now. <laughs> What's there? I, I feel like you're overcomplicating. I, I don't have a place to cut, get my hair cut. I'm not gonna cut. What it do you mean? My, no, no, no. Whether you want me to just shave my head off? Supercuts. Supercuts would take probably twenty. I got my ear cut at Supercuts before. There, there's a place. It's called Great Clips. Like, I Great was bleeding. Clip. Great Clips down the street. It's five minutes away. It's where I get my haircut. Ten dollar haircut. You guys go to Great Jack, Clips? Yes. Or fifteen. Huh? Yeah, it's fifteen dollar haircuts. Jack yeah. gets his haircut there. I get my haircut there. I get my haircut. Alex got his haircut there. Who do you ask for? I don't know. It's just whoever's there. Different person every time. Yeah, it's interesting. At Great Clips, they they have a log of what they've done to your hair every time you're there. And so I did a new person, and they logged in the community. They go, "Oh, Graham, okay. So we see we used a uh, three <laughs> the, the last, last time. Last one, <laughs> yeah. We see like you did a three on the last one, and then we did like a, you know, uh, we we cut your hair on the top with the scissors. Uh, this length. Do you do you want the same thing? Yep. All right. Let me put that in the computer here. Uh, okay. Perfect. She got me the exact same haircut. That's hilarious. That's been the same experience yeah. with you. Yeah. Okay. You're, I just ask, yeah. I, I'd be like, what do you think would look good? And go ahead and do it. That's what I say. Yeah. 
Okay. Jack got a haircut last time. I liked I liked his haircut a lot. Your hair's cool. Yeah, thank you. I like your hair. Thank you. I actually like your hair too. To be honest, I, I think it's kind of like cool. my curls. Yeah, <laughs> I like it. I think it's cool. <laughs> when you that's do that, funny. it makes it a little I don't know questionable. But <laughs> yeah, no, that's funny. That's what's up, man. I'm excited for Vegas though. I'm super. Yeah, excited it's about gonna be good to see you around, man. Like Great Clips closes at seven p.m. Seven. In two hours. You have time to get your hair cut before even leaving, and then all you have to do is trim the beard. No pressure, though. It's just a stranger touching my hair. Is really? Like, well, it just doesn't you seem like that's something that you'd be particular. What? Well, if I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it right. You know, I'm no, not. No, it, it, it's not that. Listen, hair is hair. It's going <laughs> to. It's gonna go back. I'm not particular you know, it's about funny. my. It's it's you're like you don't want to let a stranger touch your hair, but you let a stranger inject you with Botox. That's, that's he was put a like, needle in he your was skin. He was a surgeon. He owned the company. Okay, his, yeah, like, yeah, and 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 they're professional hairdressers. Like they have their license hung up there. That's all. All they do all day is give haircuts. So you've never gotten a bad haircut there? Uh, no, I have not. And I and I've gotten bad haircuts before. And you know, funny enough, the worst haircut I ever got was from a. I paid this guy like $120 in Beverly Hills to cut my hair. $120? $120 to cut my hair in Beverly Hills. It was the worst haircut I've ever got. I hated it. Did they buzz you? or what No, it they... didn't buzz it. He just gave me a, a crappy. He just gave me a crappy haircut. Absolutely the worst cut I've ever gotten you was on? from that guy. Uh, I did because I felt bad. I never went back to him afterwards. You got a bad haircut at the Great Cliffs, please? I've gotten a bad haircut at... Uh, Fantastic Sam's is what is the name. Not of a it. great clips. Uh, uh, probably not. I don't know. The one haircut. The one here is good. I've been to Great Clips back in my hometown, and I went to like Supercuts, Great Clips. Like that's the, what I'm saying. Yeah. I've, I've I've been to Supercuts and Great Clips no, before, and, it, and it's just like always a bad. No, cut. it's not always no. bad cut. It's just occasionally you'll not get a great cut, mm-hmm. but it's like fifteen dollars, and for the most part, it's good good haircuts. And if they give you a bad cut, you can always fix it. It's not like it's yeah. you know making or breaking here style yes you're putting way too much thought into this yeah I, i'm telling you man for your brand and you could choose not to listen to yeah. us i'm telling you this will do wonders for your engagement your audience will not view you the same okay. dogecoin is down this is a chance for you to reinvent yourself it's yeah. a new year you took yeah. a month off That's this, true. this helps explain why i've been gone to see such a transformation between mm-hmm. uh you know november and january mm-hmm. gosh i've i've put po- i what I have not posted this year, I just I know that. that's what I'm saying. Because my last video was right before the New Year's, yep. so I'm thinking because I was thinking, did I post New Year's? No, I posted like a video or two right yeah. before the New Year's. I was still at my mom's house. I had just got COVID the day after, yeah. so that means yeah, this will be my very first yes, video of 2022. This is a good time to reinvent yourself. It's because you only get one shot at this one. Because if you like start posting normal videos and like you get a makeover, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Has less of an effect. You started. Yeah. You got to start it off fresh. Okay. So I'm telling you, man. How about yeah, this? Yeah. I'll pay for your haircut. <laughs> not, not the tip. No tax, no tip. I'll, I'll give you fifteen dollars towards the haircut if you get it tonight before they close. And if I'll, we go there right after and, this, yeah, and I'll, I'll Venmo you the money for that. Fifteen dollars. I'll, 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 I'll consider it, Graham. Thank You're you. not gonna do it. He's not, he's not gonna do it, but. But we tr- we tried. I feel like this is gonna be the same thing as getting you to sell Dogecoin. It's like it's getting the a same, haircut. Getting a haircut on the same level on, is on the same level as that. We're not gonna. We'll get Kevin on here, and Kevin's be like, "You gotta you? get a haircut, <laughs> man." We'll be like, how about how about you just get half a haircut? How about that? 
Just cut it halfway. <laughs> you know what, Kevin? Uh, that makes sense. That makes sense. You're really good at explaining that. Not going to do it, but... Still not going to do it, but do half a haircut. For those who don't get the joke, Kevin's advice was to sell half the Dogecoin yeah. and keep the other half. You so guys don't like the beer, though? No. I, I don't know. I mean, I think it looks cool. Well, you've never seen me just... without it. That's what it would... You've never seen me without it. No, I haven't. I think it so looks cool. You don't even cool. know what my jawline looks like. No. But we've seen it in the picture. Oh, yeah. I think it's a cool look. Like if I was creating someone in like Skyrim, I think <laughs> I think I, I would I would definitely. Is that a compliment? Yes, I think it's cool. Like I would definitely deck them out like that. That's like level. That's 50. a great sound clip. You know what I, was I mean? Creating someone in Skyrim. Yeah, I think it looks cool. It's a sweet look. I think Thanks, it's radical. Man. Yeah. Graham's like it's not sweet. He's ne yeah, he's never gonna come back now. <laughs> I look like I'm from Skyrim. No. Man, if I were making someone in Minecraft, they look just like you. Man. You can't make people in Minecraft. All right, whatever. Jack's like know. Boomer. Man, if you were in Axie Infinity, man. Next level. Oh. If you were a cool cat. I think yeah. it's a rad look. I actually, I, the hair and the beard, the oh, length Jack. together. Jack. All, right. All right. You guys are awesome, man. Come on. Thank I, you for I coming I can't on. wait to be out here. I'm, I'm moving officially next month. And so my very first uh, day in Las Vegas will be March 1st. So I'll be around. Cool. It'll be fun. Got to play more ping pong. Yeah, where, I got to get better, Where man. are you moving? Um, is I'm like by the airport, but also like by like halfway halfway from Andres to the airport. Got it. So around you want to move in with Jack? You want a room? I mean, what's up? What's up? <laughs> the, okay, so the only issue is I need to check with other people. Yeah. But I do have two rooms available. Oh, two? I have two rooms available, yes. Okay. I have to check because I have someone, Gavin, who kind of wants to move in. And then mm -hmm. I have George and George's editor that wants to move in. So three mm -hmm. people that want to move oh, in wow. with two rooms available. Okay. But I'm in, I'll check with them. I'm still down. Okay. Well, I mean, why don't we play ping pong to, for the room? <laughs> deal. You'll have to take it up with them. A deal. No, last time I saw Jack, we were playing yeah. ping pong. He's really good. Okay. I, Jack's I'm, good. I'm not good at all. Yeah. I'm, I'm trash. We'll work on that. I'm good at soccer though, so if you guys ever want to play soccer, indoor soccer team, join the league with me. Let's do it. I'm I'm all about it. I'm right. really good at soccer. I'm Brazilian. I have to all be good right. at soccer. If Deal. I'm not good at soccer, then you know, I'm Deal. like banished from Brazil. Deal. Okay. Graham, <laughs> right. what you want to join? No, you're not good at soccer. <laughs> Graham, no. you've never played soccer. And with that said, no, you guys, that said, <laughs> make sure to visit bankrollcoffee.com. <laughs> Uh, how do you, about, yeah. do you ever play sports? Oh, I, I'm just curious. Like, no. what are you? Okay, no, never played sports. Okay. Graham would be no good desire. at rock climbing. That's not a sport. Well, <laughs> well, technically, <laughs> badminton. Yeah, no, I'm just I'm not a not okay. into sports. No, I never got into it. I'm down for the soccer, indoor soccer league, indoor soccer. All right, let's do it. Yeah, spring league. I'm serious. I'm oh. serious. How much is it? I'll give you the money. I don't know how much it is. I'll sell some Dogecoin. I was going to do it in the winter, but then the team okay. didn't work out. How about this? Let's end off with this. Okay. Give us some predictions <laughs> for Dogecoin over the next year. Okay. And we'll be able to look back at this in a year from now. Just whatever you think. Okay. Um, I'm trying to be conservative here. Dogecoin will 500x. No, I think Dogecoin, Dogecoin uh, next year at this time will be... In around 40 50 cents i feel like that's reasonable what is that based on um based on robin hood wallets based on uh the elon musk um rocket based on mass adoption based on um the visa credit card i'm coming out with based on i don't know just i, I feel like it'll it'll slowly build up okay 
We shall see. Anything else, Jack? I think I'm good. What do think, you guys? What do you guys yeah. think Bitcoin will be in a year? Oh man, I I would say, man, I I would say anywhere between twenty and a hundred grand. I, I don't think it's going to... That just covers Yeah, that's like everything. literally yeah, everything. You can't it's say like, that. Those going to be between a penny and a one dollar. honest <laughs> answer, though. Here's um, prediction for late January of 2023. Bitcoin will be at $60,000. That's a great prediction. Yeah. If we're just guessing. It's, it's just like it's a total, not guessing. It's a random guess. It's educated guessing. That's... I don't know. I don't want to... I don't want to give a... Price because it could go down, it could go up. I'm just uh, a you, year from us, so much could happen in a year. You guys both have Bitcoin and Ethereum. Yes. Yeah. Nothing else. I got a little bit of Doge. Yeah. You oh, know man. what? I still, I still have the Doge coin that I bought a while ago for that like button challenge. I think I, I put 10k into into Doge coins down to like four. Oh, okay. So, eh. You want you want to something funny? I did yeah. the math on on how much I put down, yeah. and I put in two hundred fifty thousand dollars in a Dogecoin at four point five cents. Right? Yeah. If I had to put two hundred fifty thousand dollars in a Dogecoin three four months prior or five months prior, October of twenty twenty, it was two tenths of a penny. Yeah, that would have been one hundred and twenty five million Dogecoins, which would have been at this price point at thirteen cents, fifteen million dollars at an all time high of seventy five cents. That would have been a hundred million dollars oh but you can't do you can't say that if, oh yeah it's if just I, fun to look at yeah everyone everyone's <laughs> like oh if i invested in bitcoin when it was a dollar and i invested a thousand dollars in it it's just a silly fun. thing to yeah, do it's, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's just what you spend time thinking it's like late at night like you're mad like if i bought to this that's exactly what you i do actually, grab before i go to sleep and you look at the chart and be like okay well, if i bought this oh, date uh, so sad <laughs> be like at the peak <laughs> Gosh. Yep, that's me. Oh god! Every night. Okay, that five hundred fifty-five million. <laughs> if I'd have just bought it when it was created. Oh, I got in. Yeah, oh, man. Fun. Trip. So, with that said, you guys, thank you so much for watching. We'll link to your info down below in the description. You'll have to check out your channel to yes, see if whether or not please. you got the makeover. The Dogecoin millionaire. I'm not. Uh, I'm not gonna hold my breath. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Uh, make sure to subscribe. Hit the like button. Feel free yes. to get a free stock down below in the description center for public bankroll coffee. Uh, we got the mentorship group as well. If you want to come chat with Jack and I, uh, basically every week, every week, come, come hang with us for an hour on Zoom. Every week, Jack goes live one week. I'm live the other week. If you want to be a part of it, we'll link to that down below. Thank you guys so much for watching. And until next time. Oh. Thank you, bro. That was, that was awesome. great. I'm glad you were able to make that it. That was fun. That was so much fun. I, I really enjoyed some this. thumbnails. <laughs>